Welcome to Giant Cocktails, a podcast where lifelong fans talk about the San Francisco Giants while drinking homemade cocktails. And now, here's your hosts, Ben and Matthew Henry. Welcome back to another episode of Giant Cocktails. I am your host, Ben Henry, alongside my brother and co-host, the exhausted Matthew Henry. How you doing, Matthew? Exhausted. <laughs> the life yeah. the life of a uh, high school track coach coming straight from from my uh fine well trials of our championship league meet this week and um yeah, I'm tired. But uh, I would here. say coaching I would say coaching youth sports is always a trial. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I also I do want to just start off and say apologize for the echoiness if you're hearing that. I'm not in my closet like I normally am. I'm in my living room because I'm recording later than we normally do, and I, I, it was going to affect my my lovely wife. So, so I am uh, in the living room. So you're probably hearing a little bit of different sound quality today. So apologize for that. That's right. For once, it's you with the bad audio and not me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, and I got a question for you. Of course. What is the question? If you were be to be quarantined. For 10 days all by yourself in a hotel in the nation's capital. Oh, God, that How would you wonderful. amuse yourself? That sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> Not spend any time with children. <laughs> just just by myself for 10 days? Oh, my God. What is that like? <sighs> no, well, I would have okay, texted now you Now that I'm thinking stop. about it, like the first couple of days would be awesome, right? It would be like Netflix and room service and just chilling in my hotel room, sleeping whenever I want. Um, but I guess eventually that would get old and then I'd, you know, I'd probably, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, get restless and, uh, you know, maybe lots of jumping jacks and running in place and, oh, who am I kidding? No, I would just watch Netflix and just keep ordering room service and I gained like five to 10 pounds in the 10 days. That's how I spend it. Yeah. You wouldn't grow a mustache for mustache May. Oh, I probably would. It probably wouldn't because of mustache may. It would just because why? Why bother shaving? Why bother? Yeah. Why bother? That's actually my motto for normal life. So I don't know what I would do if I was in in quarantine. <laughs> That's my motto for life. Why bother? <laughs> it's served you well over the years, though. I must say. You know. Yeah. It 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 really has. I mean, and look what's become of the world. You know, right? Like, imagine I was trying and it was still going this way. Because let's face it, I'm not going to make a difference. <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, uh, look who's laughing now. Right. right? You've done absolutely yeah. nothing. And, uh, you know, you don't have to feel guilty about the way the world. That's right. I can up. say I can say whatever's going on in the world right now. Not my fault. <laughs> not my fault. Uh, because I'm pretty sure I had nothing to do with it because I've been over here not trying. But anyway, uh, t- today, folks, <laughs> is Wednesday. May the 4th be with you. And uh, let's see, the Giants, our San Francisco Giants, are are currently playing as we record this podcast. They are, I think, in the seventh inning against the Dodgers in the second game of their set. Um, Things are not looking good for our Giants. Oh, they just put up four runs in the bottom of the seventh, so now it's seven to one. Okay, there you go. So, um, 
we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Don't worry. Um, but at present, without that game, the Giants' record stands at 14-9. and nine. Uh, They are, I think, uh, only a game out uh, as, as things are before not counting this game. Um, am I correct, Matthew? What are the standings now? It's, it's always hard when they're in the middle of playing to to figure this out. They are they are a, ha- a game and a half out behind the Dodgers. Of course, if they lose this game, that will drop to two and a half games out. And I think they will then be tied with the Colorado Rockies um, for uh, third place in the National League West. Um, and I guess what a difference a week makes, Matthew. Like if they lose today, they will have gone one and four for the week, their first losing week of the season. Um, I guess the only good news is that they had two off days, uh, so they couldn't lose more games than that. Um, they also desperately needed those off days. Uh, because you know they had gone through that thirteen game stretch, but they also had, um, you know. Um, uh, thirteen game stretch, but they had also they also got a bunch of guys on on the COVID list and injured, and uh, and and I'm I'm hoping, and I guess maybe we'll talk about about that a little bit later. All of that explains why they dropped two out of three at home against the Washington Nationals, and then now look like they're not even bothering to play baseball. Well, Alex Wood and Carlos Rodon, notwithstanding, um, looks like they're just not bothering to try against the Dodgers in this series, which. I hate losing to the Dodgers, Matthew. Yeah. I hate listen. I hate I hate losing to the Dodgers, and, and, and I don't know. I don't. I, Bob, ask Matthew the question. What are you drinking, Matthew? Yeah, let's let's talk about getting drunk here, Bob, because <laughs> that, that's what this week really needs. And 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 as a perfect excuse to get drunk is uh, everyone's favorite Mexican holiday, Cinco de Mayo. Woo! So this this don't podcast... know what it's a holiday for, but I know you drink. <laughs> Woo! I think it's Woo, the... America. I mean Mexico. I you know I it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure we're celebrating the Battle of Pueblo, where Correct. the undermanned Mexican army defeated the French. I don't even know that they defeated them, Matthew. I think they just fought real, real hard. Uh, maybe that's I think, true. I think I think it was like a pyrrhic victory for the French. Okay, okay, so it was a moral victory for the Mexicans. It was a moral victory for the Mexicans, and I, I think it did eventually lead to the, the the French having to you know leave. Okay, but, then. all right. Well, so, so, so it was it was it was important. So it it's a good reason to get drunk, and uh, and and tequila is uh, the the beverage of choice uh, from our friends from the south and many of us that's right. in the north here. So uh, I tequila. I decided to go. You know, first well documented on this podcast how much I like margaritas, but I decided to go a little different this this time. And I and I picked a cocktail called La Piñata. And La Piñata uh, is a tequila-based cocktail. It's got two ounces of Blanco tequila, white tequila. And then here's a twist. It's got an ounce of pineapple juice. And at first I was I was a little unsure on how pineapple juice and tequila was going to mix, but you needn't be worried about this because it is a excellent combination. And then I have uh, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, and then of a quarter of an ounce of agave syrup. Uh, whenever I did a sweetener with with uh, with with tequila, agave syrup is a nice uh, complement to it because obviously it's made from the same plant as tequila. 
And then, and then I, I threw in three sprigs of cilantro, like just a, a small, like handful. Ripped the pieces up, threw them into the shaker with ice. You didn't like cilantro, you know? I don't normally, but this one works. And hmm. and and I and I so I shook the you know you shake it up and and then you double strain because you will have lots of little little floaty cilantro pieces. So you want to double strain into a rocks glass filled with ice. And garnish it with a lime and a little sprig of cilantro. And it is a really nice, refreshing drink. The cilantro just adds a little bit of something. I mean, you can it's not like that in-your-face cilantro taste, but it's got this nice little subtle taste that mixes well with the with the pineapple and the tequila. Uh, it is a refreshing drink to have during summertime. Uh, I would I would I would knock the, the la piñata back all day long. Until the candy falls out. Until the candy falls out. Yep. And That's it right. hasn't yet, so I'm going to keep drinking. Awesome. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for, for, for going the cilantro route for, you know, I, I think that's an important lesson for people to learn as they're, as they're dabbling and practicing with cocktails. Don't be afraid to use ingredients that, that maybe you're afraid of in other, other formats because you might be really surprised about how they marry with the rest of the ingredients in your cocktail and, and, and introduce you to something, a whole new, uh, um, realm of cocktails, um, are open up to you when, when you do that. Exactly. So cool. Yeah. Well, now Bob's got to ask you a question. What are you drinking, Ben? Well, thank you for asking, Bob. That's very kind of you. Uh, well, let's see. You know what? This week, Matthew took a risk on his cocktail uh, by adding in the cilantro. Uh, and, and I took a risk on my cocktail, too, because I, I, you know, Matthew, you and I are brothers. And so we, we share the same heritage. We, we are Mexican. And uh, and so we are, you know, and we're, we grew up in California. So therefore, Cinco de Mayo, big holiday for us. There are other reasons why Cinco de Mayo is a big holiday for us. Good examples in our past, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but, but needless to say, we, we like Cinco de Mayo. But I am also a geek at heart and, uh, and geek in nature. Uh, so today is actually a very special day for me as well. Today is May the 4th. Uh, which is the sort of unofficial uh, Star Wars holiday. So I wanted to create a cocktail that blended these two cultures um, together. And so I took an ingredient that I'm really not fond of and don't like, and I use that to make a special cocktail. So what I have today is a Bantha Milk Margarita. And what that is, is two ounces of tequila mixed with four ounces of fermented bantha milk. Now, this is refrigerated fermentation, right? This is not the fancy hardcore stuff that they put in the clay pots on Tatooine and then bury under the ground. This is like you let it sit in your refrigerator for a couple of months, and then you take it out, right? So it's not like super alcoholy, but it's also quite curdled. Uh, and then you just put that in a shaker, shake it out with ice, and uh, double strain it and serve it on the rocks. And it's... um. It's pretty nasty, but it gets the job done. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know. I just finished it, actually. Yeah, you did. Um, you actually, ac- actually, um, you know, honestly, this is a this is actually a coconut um, coconut pineapple 
margarita. You and I did not discuss, you know, what we were going to be making beforehand. No, so we, we didn't. We ended up making very similar cocktails. I, I, I so this is um, this is actually in reality two ounces of of blanco tequila, um, half an ounce of lime juice, and then uh, I added to that uh, three quarters of an ounce of cream of coconut. Folks, this is different than coconut cream. This is cream of coconut. It's a sweetened coconut syrup, kind of like. Very, very thick. And uh, and then I added half an ounce of pineapple juice. Uh, so that's uh, lime juice, pineapple juice, cream of coconut, and then um, the uh, the tequila. And then I added a quarter of an ounce of blue blue curacao, in, which would replace the the, uh, the triple sec in the margarita. And that's what gives it the blue color. So the milkiness comes from the cream of coconut, and the blue comes from the blue curacao. And then you shake that all up on ice. Uh, you strain that into a rocks glass, serve it on the rocks, and it's actually a very pleasant tropical uh, beverage that is very easy to drink down. Um, and uh, if you're into the tropical drinks, this hits the spot. Um, yeah, I want another one. I'm not usually a big fan of blue curacao, but, you know, if you want blue, it's either that or hypnotic. And if you listen to last season, you know, I do not do the hypnotic. <laughs> this is not happening ever again. What did you do with that bottle of hypnotic? Is it still sitting in your cabinet? I eventually poured it down the drain. Oh, okay. All right. That's, that's... No offense. No offense. I, I think this might be a good point to, to, to mention on the show, just in case anybody's curious. Um if if Matthew and I were ever to to accept uh, a gift from a company or accept money for to 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 um, promote something, we would have to tell you all that that was the case. We have never ever done so. Uh, so in case anybody was ever curious, um, we do we have never done that, and so um, so we're free uh, to just uh, disparage. You know, we're free to bag on what I would like to think we're free to bag on anything. Like if somebody said, "Hey, do an honest review of my tequila, and I will give you six bottles for free," and I hated it, I would tell people that I poured those five other bottles down the drain. Of course, yeah. I mean, I would definitely do that. Yeah, I you know, but nobody's ever done that. No hint, hint. Yeah, if anybody out there wants us to test some some alcohol, we are we are. I'm not saying I would turn it away, uh, as I because I need more. If this is the way the rest of the baseball season is gonna go, um, you know, if if uh, this is the way it's gonna be, I need lots and lots of alcohol. Well, remember when we used to make cocktails? Uh, you know, celebrating like giants, like newer giants, like Camila Duvall and things like that. If we, yes, if we, I do. If we were to do that this year, we'd we have already run out of alcohol. I mean, we would have we would have run about out of ideas. <laughs> we, I mean, I you know, like I can't even believe some of the names that are running through the roster right now. Yeah, yeah. which, which I I think leads leads me to an exercise that I wanted to engage with you. Okay. I I I'm going to give you a little bit of a test. Oh, are we playing a game? We are playing a game. The oh. name of this game is. Giant or not? Oh, okay. This this could get difficult, actually. <laughs> this this could get difficult. All right, and 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 just to, just to, just so that our audience understands, we're talking about the forty man roster for for all of these guys for sure. But some of these guys are actually on the twenty six man roster, and um, uh, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a name out at you, Matthew. Okay. 
and uh, I'm going to give you some some of their their you know their stats or whatnot, and uh, and and you're going to tell me whether or not they're on the forty man, they're on the uh, um, uh, whether they were on the the twenty six man roster. They may not be on the twenty six man roster today, by the way. Okay, but at one point they were on on the roster. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I'm a little nervous, but okay. All right. Here you go. Here's the name. Okay. Hunter Williams. Outfielder from, uh, let me see. Sorry, I got to pull up his info here. Uh, from Jacksonville, Florida. He is a, uh, a right-handed batter. Mm-hmm. Um, he primarily plays the corner outfield spots. Right-handed batter plays a corner outfielder spots. I'm going to say not a giant because we not have, a giant because we have Are Slater sure? and Ruff, so I don't think we would have needed that. So I'm going to say not a giant. You're saying not a giant. Not a giant. Are you sure? Final answer. I'm not sure, but my final answer. That is correct. Yes. Not a giant. Hunter Williams, not a San Francisco giant, but totally plausible. Like could have been. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally plausible, totally plausible. All right. All right, now I got one for you. Okay. All right, so uh, all right, So this next player. Yes. Uh, let's see. He is a pitcher, right-handed. Okay. Right-handed pitcher. Okay. Am I supposed to guess the name? Like, what are you doing? No, I'm going gonna to tell you his name, but I'm just right. telling you. Okay, so right-handed pitcher. His name is Corey Abbott. All right. Okay. Uh, originally from San Diego. Okay. Uh, was a high round draft pick of the Chicago Cubs. When you say high round, what round? Second round. Okay. How did we get him? Uh, I do not uh, know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. Sure. Because baseball reference doesn't tell you. No. So, okay. No, uh-huh. I'll, 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 uh-huh. I'll tell yeah. you. Okay. Fake. There's no Corey Abbott. Fake player. Fake player. Fake player. player. He is a real player that was on the Giants. The Giants traded for him from the Cubs. I think the Cubs were DFAing him, and then they traded him for cash or something like that to the Giants. I don't know. Or a player to the How do you spell his name? Uh, A-B-B-O-T-T. This is this is see this is not this is not fair. This is like this is you're better at this than me. Oh, there's no okay. Uh, even if I was cheating, I would have not done well on this because I was I couldn't spell his name correctly. He's real. <laughs> He's real. He's real. <laughs> and so what? So the Giants the Giants did what now? I, Giants, I don't. You know, I don't even know. Like like I think he was the guy that they were hoping, and I don't. Is he even on the team anymore? Like I don't even know. But we were just going through names. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. All right. All right. Well, I got another. No. Name so for they you. they waved him, and now he's a national. So. Wow. Well, busy time for Corey Abbott. Yes. Okay. Um. This name sounds made up too. Uh, Isan Diaz, giant or not a giant? Well, he's not a giant. Isan Diaz. Do you want me to give you some info? Or you're just gonna say oh, no, that. Okay, to yeah, no. Name? Give me some info. Um, he was drafted by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, in the second round. Um. He's from Springfield, Massachusetts. Isan Diaz. Isan Diaz is from Springfield, Massachusetts. No, he's not. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. 
That's what I'm going with. Um, actually, I, I do know this guy. I mean, just because. Uh, of course was, you do. I know a, you know the wrestler. He was a highly rated prospect <laughs> that the Giants picked up from the Marlins. So I do know him. But uh, uh, yeah, interesting pickup. Uh, you know, typical Giants pickup, right? Somebody that might have some upside that they can. Right, maybe. right. But Isan Diaz is from Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, see, the, what, you, that, that alone, sounds made up, right? That alone made me doubt for just a second. That see, it sounds made up. Yeah. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, all, all right. right. Hit me. Uh, okay. Who's next? So this is an outfielder. Okay. From Honduras. No. Okay. His name is... No? You're changing your mind no, already? I'm just kidding. His name, his name is Carlene... Carlene? Hernandez. Hernandez. Right-handed outfielder. Carlene Hernandez. Right field. Right-handed. Right-handed outfielder. Right-handed outfielder. No, but you just you just said... You just said... That we have Darren Ruff. I mean, do we? Do we have Darren Ruff? <laughs> well, he's on has, the team. Has, has, has anybody seen Darren Ruff? Look, Darren Ruff is the victim of of bad luck. Okay, I, I uh, look at yeah. his look at his his average ball uh, off the bat. You know, miles per hour. I mean, he's been poor guy, man. He's been victimized so much by hard hit balls that are right at people. So I'm I'm going to stick up for my man Darren here. But anyway, back to uh, Carlene. Carlene. All right, but Carlene. Uh, well, Carlene is the guy that we need because Darren's not doing it. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I mean, I you know, insurance, maybe, if you will. Oh, gosh. Okay, Carlene Hernandez. Carlene Hernandez. What did I say? I said, I said I'm going to go no. I'm going to go no. He's not real. Carlene Hernandez is not real. Correct. Not real. Nailed it. All right, good okay. for you. Okay, I think, I mean, I think most people are going to know this one because this name is just so weird. So I, I don't think you're going to have a hard time with this one. Yeah. If I can successfully na- say the name. Uh, so, so, um, uh, let's see. Well, the fact uh, that you're looking it up makes me feel like I already know now. That... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I know you're I, going to I, baseball I, reference to see how his name is pronounced. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe I'm going to a name generator to get a fake name. You don't know. Maybe I'm pulling up some random guy on baseball reference whose stats I can steal like I did for the first guy whose stats, whose, whose demographic data was Chipper Jones. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. That's true. To create uh, Kuai Tom. That's how you pronounce it? Kuai Tom? <laughs> Kuai Tom. It's not the island on Hawaii, dude. <laughs> the, the, the flying Hawaiian. <laughs> That's what his nickname is. Is he really from Hawaii? Yeah, he's the flying Hawaiian. His full name is... Full name. I can't believe I'm about to say this. His full name is Blaze Kai Tom. Kai Tom. I think that's right. Kai Tom. Yeah. Okay. So obviously real because he was actually he actually got in a bat for the Giants this last week. That's right. Yeah. Uh, So so I I do know that he's real, but I I didn't know his name was Blaze. And why wouldn't you go with that? Like I I mean I mean hey Kai Tom. I mean Kai Tom. Tom. That's a cool thing. That's a pretty cool cool name, but. Blaze, Especially man. I mean, as a runner, I'd be like, yeah, my name's Blaze. I, I would 
I'd be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe we have to ask him if we ever if we ever meet him. Like, why? Why did you go with Blade? Well, he's. I think uh, he's looking for a job now. Maybe we could just add him to the podcast. We could just give him an offer. Oh, is he really? Is he, did they? Did they? <laughs> no, I don't. Him? He's not on the major league roster. I don't know. Maybe. So. Oh. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. And his nickname, according to to Baseball Reference, is the Flying Hawaiian. I did not make that up. That's awesome. I did not make that up. That's awesome. Uh. All right. Hit me. Okay. You're up next. All right. And Kai Tom still is on the 40 man. So it's just, you know, it's good to know. All right. All right. Last guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Left-handed pitcher from Venezuela. Pitcher. Okay. His name is Mauricio Rivera. Mauricio Rivera. Okay. You're telling me the Giants have three Mauricios now? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because, you know, we could have put Mauricio Llovera on this list right because like where did that where did that guy come from uh but but he is a right-handed pitcher um and well there's Maurizio Dubon who is not a pitcher um I know a lot of Jans fans would question well I'm not gonna go there I like Maurizio I'm not gonna take shots at him yeah and he may not be a giant for long so you know hey I'm a Dubon fan I'm not gonna kick the man (laughs) I, I know some other people may question what position he plays or, or whether or not he, he's a batter, but I will not do such things. Um, Maurizio, so you say he's a left-hander. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I'm going to say if he is on the roster, he's not on the 20, he's not on the major league roster. No. I know that. He's a 40-man guy. And... Um, If I could find a coin, um, hang hang on one one minute. Uh, uh, Are you looking up? Hey Siri, a... can can you give me a random number between one and ten? Okay. Yes, he is a giant. Nope, sorry, not a giant. Uh, <laughs> but could be. Because, you know, and I guess the whole point of this whole game was to just make fun of the fact that the Giants have been... How many times this week did you look up the lineup and go, who? Who? Mike Ford? Like, I just, you know, like... like, Ah, man, I thought Mike was going to hit a grand slam. Oh, I did too, because wouldn't that have been, like, the perfect thing? Like, we're all... That would have been the perfect moment. That would have that would have been a 2021 moment. The fact that he didn't, Matthew, makes me a little worried that this is yeah. This, this is not 2021, right? It's yeah. 2021. Like the Mike Ford would have just yeah. It would have been a Mike Talkman yeah. moment. It would have been yeah, exactly. A Jason, or a Jason Bossler hitting you know a home run, you know a grand slam. Yeah, it a game tying like home run or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's it's but you know. Um, yeah, I mean, the long and short of it is the Giants roster has been decimated by injury and by COVID. And, you know, it's not just those guys. It's not just Corey Abbott, Isan Diaz, Kai Tom, and uh, it's Jason Krizan, Kevin Padlow, who's on the roster today, Mike Ford, who was um, optioned down. Um, uh, who else am I forgetting? There's... Um, I don't know. Well, there could be more. Anyway, but, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, there's a ton of these guys, right? And, and these are these are not names that you and I have ever said before. No, right? Before today, like this last week has been absolutely 
insane uh, with the number of people and the maneuvers that they've done. Like that whole thing with Corey Abbott. Uh, you know, the fact that he came from what they bought him. Like, Oops. Yep. Yep. I lost, I lost my mic. <laughs> I can, hear, I can you. hear you. Oh, okay. I think I switched mics. Anyway, you know, they, uh, Corey Abbott, they, they bought him from the Cubs and he was with the organization for how long before they, they, what they DFA'd him. He never made it onto the major league roster. Right. No. And then, and then, and now he's a national. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's you interesting, know what's interesting about, about all these moves, these moves what I, what I, I, which I love about the Giants, right? Is that the Giants are way down on the waiver wire, like you know, order, right? I mean, they're right. not, they're not getting, they're not claiming guys because they're, you know, they have a better record, so they are way down on the order. So they're just jumping the line by offering cash when people are designated for assignment. Yeah. And and I love that. I mean, the Giants. So when we say that their their payroll isn't where it was last year, well, they're still using that money to like buy players, and it's so it's so cool. right. I mean, um, the money that they didn't spend on on people like Castellanos, right? That's money they have. Yeah. And and it's money that they can use, right? Which I think bodes well for the trade deadline. First of all, just off the top of my head, but like, yeah, Kevin Padlow and I and Mark Mark Mike Ford. Um, I, it was really actually difficult for me to figure out how the Giants acquired Mike Ford because he just doesn't appear anywhere in the Giants transactions list, at least not that I could find. But Kevin Padlow does, and I knew that I know that Mike Ford came from Seattle. It definitely feels like like whenever whenever Farhan needs an extra player, he can go to Seattle and just give them some money, and they'll give him somebody. Yeah. Yeah, it and the feels Cubs like too, a little bit like yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Cubs, I guess, to a, to a lesser extent, right? I mean, it certainly seems like there's teams that that Farhan is willing to do deals with or, or can do deals with easily, like the Yankees, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but but it certainly feels like Seattle is almost like you know just another roster for the Giants to pull players from. <laughs> I don't know what that says about the Mariners, <laughs> but but that definitely seems to be the case right now. That like when the Giants need an extra guy who can play at the major league level, uh, rather than bringing up some other guys they don't want to rush, uh, they can just go to the Mariners and just buy somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah, pa- like, Padlo, you, you know, I mean, Padlo was an interesting guy just because you know I looked at it, he's got some major league at bats, not very many, like sixteen like you know, played appearances in the majors and but struck out like half those times. Like it was I was like, okay, this is not good. But then you look up his minor league numbers and over his minor league numbers kind of mirror a professional's full season, like a hundred and sixty two game season. And he's got like thirty five home runs and like six hundred plate appearances, you know, so the guy can hit, you know, um, but just you know, big swing and miss potential as well i guess so, right but well, you know what... when you're trying to fill a void because you've got covid you know little you know and the interesting thing about covid is that you know you get put on the covid il you get removed from the 40 or you get a 40 man exemption i should say so they can bring guys on and and have more than 40 men on their 40 man roster and so uh, you know the giants have been really creative and just you know going out and getting these guys and plugging them in now it hasn't really you know, it really hasn't really helped a whole lot, but um, I kind of like their 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 attempt to like just squeeze you know, right, blood right. out of Well, I mean, it's not like any of these guys are getting huge opportunities, right? Like, I, I mean, I think yeah. Mike, you know, Mike Ford is now down. Krizan is down. Yeah. Uh, these guys got 10, 10 plate appearances or less, which is not indicative of anything, right? No. You, you you can't tell anything about a player in ten plate appearances. Um. So you know, I I think to a certain extent. 
you know, there, there's not these guys were not going to get a, a ton of opportunities. Like they really had to hit the ball really, really well. And I think the best thing that can happen to them is they go back to Sacramento and they stick there yeah. and they continue to make a good impression. And then if injuries keep, you know, coming up, which they always do. Right. Maybe they'll move up that ladder and maybe in July they'll be the first guy that you bring up. And by then, it won't be a surprise to us when Mike Ford is brought, called up, right? We'll be like, right. oh, yeah, we know him. We recognize him. And, But I guess the question is, like, like as the Giants are making these maneuvers, right, under very difficult circumstances, right? Like, they have to make these decisions on the fly very quickly. Are they still looking for these diamonds in the rough, do you think? I mean, these guys, these got to be names that they've been keeping their eyes on all along. And now they're like, I need this guy. I'm going to go see if he's available. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's what's going on? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I hope. The Giants strike me as a team that has contingency plans. And, uh, you know, and I think that they have data on pretty much any player, you know, in professional baseball that fits their mold. So, you know, so I think, you know, and, and they're not exactly, I mean, you know, some guy like, like Padlow, not exactly like the Giants mold, right? He doesn't, you know, he's, he's got swing and miss to him. You know, he's, you know, so I, I but, you know, the desperate times, they're going to try and, you know, fill, fill void. And I, I do want to talk about Jason Krizan, though, because that was kind of a cool story, right? I mean, spent, you know, 11 years in the minors. I mean, he was years, in the yeah. same draft class as Kurt Casale. They were uh, drafted to the Tigers together, I believe. And wow. You know, so, that's been that was a fun story. I mean, I'm really glad he got his major league hit before he was sent back down. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. That was a lot of fun. I was I was kind of invested in in Jason Krasan getting his hit, and uh, it was it was a really cool moment. I mean, he broke up a no hitter to get his first hit, so that was that was a cool a cool moment. Uh, you know, to, to get well, a, they definitely seem to be choosing guys who are professional baseball players in these circumstances. Right. Yeah. Right. These are these are guys who've been around. I, I think these are classic quadruple A players. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Never, never quite displayed enough to break through at the major league level, but have performed well at the triple A level um, consistently. And and therefore and, and for an extended period of time, which, you know, in the minor leagues, you don't you know, nobody wants to spend a long time in the minor leagues. Right. That's that's not why you go there for most players, right? Right. But the give but given that they have done that, they've acquired a lot of experience. They play a lot of professional baseball. And when push comes to shove and you don't really have many other options and you don't want to dive deep into, you know, your younger players who aren't ready, then I think these are the the best that you can ask for. And I'm just glad the Giants are going out and spending money to find these guys, right? Uh, I, I know it's not great. I know it's not delivering the results that we want. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, the reason that this happened is because there was an outbreak of COVID in the Giants locker room. And and that's just not something that you can plan for. And um, and or even if you do, I mean, I think this is the plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> this this is how you deal with it. Yeah. And and, the, and, and I think, you know, the Giants, the Giants weak uh of you know they, they really didn't hit the ball this week and i mean it's really you can just attribute it to the injuries and covid i you're i mean it really does look like a quadruple quadruple a team lineup at times right uh, when right. the giants uh have been putting players out there that really wouldn't be in the majors if it wasn't for brandon belt and you know right. and covid so 
Well, let's talk but, a, bit, yeah. a little bit about that bad week. It was a bad week. Uh, but I, I think it was, uh, again, I think it was more on the offense and it was explainable than, yeah, the, the pitching, I think, had its moments. I mean, Jacob Junis didn't get out of the first, you know, on his trip back. Um, you know, there's definitely some some kinks in the, in the chain, so to speak. But I think uh, overall, I think it was really just the offense not being able to score enough runs. And, well, and so, I mean, is that true? I mean, I think that's true for the Dodgers. Right. I think that's true for the Dodgers series. Like the Giants did not score enough. But in the the series against the Nationals, they scored four runs or more every game. They, All right. Good point. Yeah. I, I think, you know, uh, what uh, Jason Bosler's error in the first uh, against. Uh, right. You know, so I guess my question Sunday. is like the pitching performances in the Nationals series, I think, really was disconcerting. Right, we've been talking all all season about this is the strength of the Giants, and we even we even said you know like that the biggest strength of the Giants right now is their bullpen, and then their bullpen went and just like you know said oh yeah that's what Ben and Matt th- Matthew think, let's go prove them wrong, we gotta dust off that old Bobism. Our bullpen sucks. Thank you, Bob. Um, well, it did in the series against the Nationals anyway. Um, and I guess my question is like, is that a fluke? Like, you know, yes, what? yes, it's a fluke. Then, I mean, I think, you know, Dominic Leone, Zach Littell, they're both out. Um, I mean, we've got too long of a track record for one week to be like, oh God, the sky is falling. It's a fluke. You know? Are you and- sure the sky's not falling? Cause I was out there on the Twitter. And those people were pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, they're you know, pretty sure the sky is falling. Okay, there's not one season. I mean, last year, I, I don't recall. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, last year the sky was falling at the beginning of the season, right? I mean, we had opening day gut punch, and mm-hmm, we were certain mm-hmm. that the bullpen was 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 the worst thing ever, and who were these guys and all that. I think we've got a pretty good track record since then that they're a pretty good bullpen and uh, led the major leagues in ERA. Uh, they've been pretty good up until this week. Yeah, sometimes you just have bad outings, and I, I, right. I'm not ready to to be like, oh god, the, they're they're terrible, you know? Right, and, right. And you guys got yeah. like, you know, Mauricio Yovera, and you've got guys up there that are just, you know, not, you know, they're not the, you know, you, you're well. And then there's also times where you're dealing with, you know, Long and others right. that are having to come into situations where it's not ideal. So. No, it's a fluke, man. It's a right. fluke. Right. Well, and I, I would say, like, you know, one thing that really surprised me about, you know, the past few few days was how often the Giants were going to Yovera and, and before that Marte. Right. And 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 Junior Marte was was pitching really, really well until he wasn't. And then yeah. he fell off a cliff. And, and I wonder if that was just, you know, just because of a lot of overwork. And the question I was asking myself is, like, why are they going to these guys so much? And and the answer is obvious, of course, right? Uh, Yoveta and Marte were filling the roles of Leon and Littell, right? Right. And those guys aren't available, right? And so that's why we're, we're seeing guys like Yoveta and Marte pitch as much as they are, right? Because they're the right-handed replacements for those guys, yeah. Um, and they're ostensibly the the sort of right-handed versions of of Alvarez and and Garcia, right? And um, so yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I'm I'm kind of just you know I'm yeah, just, you're playing devil's advocate. I'm but playing I... devil's advocate, but but you know, I mean, it's a rough week. It's a rough week, and and I think anytime you get your butt kicked by the Dodgers, 
it's 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 hard to take. It's well, hard and to I think you know the when we're still in so many bullpen games, you know, you, you, it's yeah. like you know that you're you're having to reserve players to do that. Obviously, Jacob Junis not getting out of the first, you know, really kind of you know wasn't yeah. part of the plan. So you know, you're having to go to guys that maybe you, you weren't really planning on going to. Um, yeah. I will say Sam Long has been done uh, well. He didn't do well tonight. That was one of the he, he had a he gave up a bunch of runs to the to the Giants or to the Dodgers. Tonight. Well, he's also been pitching a lot, right? But but yeah, um, he had been doing well before tonight. Been but you know very- who has been pitching a lot is is Tyler Beatty, and that's another story. But I think you know the as players come back, we're going to start to see. Um, you know who right. who is going to be cut, and I feel like the, the you know we've mentioned this before, but I, I just I can't imagine Tyler Beatty getting out of this next week. No, um, I, I agree. I, I think just the way he's been used and the way he's performed since when he's been used is just not enough, right? He's only performed well in a, in a mop up role that that had zero pressure. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, I agree. And, and they've got to make room because you know Wade Junior is coming back any day now. Yep. Uh, Longoria and Lestella have started rehab assignments. Yeah. You know, so so there's definitely um, you know there, there's three spots right there that they're going right. to have to clear. Right. Well, I do want to talk a little bit about the Giants' offense, but you did say something that's kind of interesting about Wade Jr., which is he's not here, and he's ready, right? I mean, and the guy is hitting really well. He's he's you know he's getting lots of hits and walks uh, in Sacramento, and. And I think a lot of people are probably asking, why? Why are we waiting so long to bring him back? Why, why wasn't he back tonight? Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good question. I, um, I certainly yesterday, because they were facing Urias, you know, didn't seem to be a reason to bring him up to sit on the bench against the left-hander. But today. Uh, but today, yeah, you thought maybe, maybe they would have brought him up. I, yeah, I don't know. You know, the Giants have always been pretty conservative with their injured players. Right, and, and I... Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess that gets the question. Like, how do we feel about that? I, I, I mean, I think it's the right thing to do, but I mean, I, there's also sort of like, when, when does it end? Right. Like, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, know. I mean, I, you know, I, he played, I, he played nine innings on Tuesday. And so maybe they were like, well, let's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. He played what again even... tonight. He played again tonight. He just played so. in Sacramento and not Los Angeles. That's interesting. That's interesting. So, maybe they're, you know, maybe they're again. You know, we've seen this before with Wade Junior, right? Like, maybe they're they're trying to work out a trade somewhere. Maybe they're trying to, you know, figure out a way to open up a spot for him where they're not having to DFA someone. You know, there's could, lots of reasons. So maybe could be, you know, could be. Um, wow. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden they announce a trade tomorrow and then the corresponding move is to bring Wade Junior up. Wade Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. I maybe. I I don't know. I you know I don't know. Right now, I just I hate losing to the Dodgers. I hate losing to the Dodgers. Gabe Kapler, rule number one, beat the Dodgers. Carlos Rodon, rule number one, beat the Dodgers. Like, dude, you pitched an excellent game, but you crammed all of the bad things into like three. Four, yeah, four batters. Right? Four batters. <laughs> like, like, man, like, I, like, I, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, as a Giants fan, to a new guy, like, like Carlos Rodon, yeah, breaks all these strikeout, strikeout records, and then, and then you, you see something like that happen, and it just, it hurts, man. It hurts. It just, it just, ah, oh, I hate losing to the Dodgers. <laughs> How do you really feel? I hate losing to the Dodgers, Matthew. Rule number one, beat the Dodgers. Rule number two, make the playoffs. Rule number three, win the World Series. All of those could just be heard as beat the Dodgers, beat the Dodgers, beat the Dodgers. Beat the Dodgers. Dodgers Don't let the suck. 
Anyway, Matthew, we were going to talk about Darren Ruff and him not hitting the baseball or something, but now I'm all just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, I just got this blue hate, man. I just got this blue, blue hate, hate going. Blue hate. Well, well, uh, yeah, I don't know how we transition from that, Ben, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make a hard transition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, so, Darren Ruff sucks. <laughs> Why is that happening, Matthew? Well, There's I, your I transition. There, thanks, thanks. I, I think we've transitioned good now. So, um, so well, I, I think our the, the, the whole point of bringing up Darren Ruff is, I, you know, I, I think Darren Ruff is the poster child for uh, what is happening across the league right now with runs. And, uh, you know, home runs especially. Home runs are way down. Uh, in the first two months of the season or a month plus of the season. So uh, Darren Ruff, we, I think we've seen it, right? We've seen many warning track, you know, fly balls, balls that look good off the bat, just die in the outfield. And apparently Darren Ruff's not the only victim of that. Oh, we saw we saw it in the in this series for both sides. There were, there were a couple of fly balls by the Dodgers yesterday late that I was like, how did that not go out? And there was some by the Giants as well. Um, and yeah, it's it's impacting the entire league. It's it's everywhere. Um, I saw Jeff Passan talking about this on ESPN, and and he was like, "Runs are down because home runs are down. Everything yeah. else is the same. It's all about about home runs." And I, I guess what they're doing, they're blaming the baseball. But the baseball changed last year, not this year. And Major League Baseball is is swears up and down, and left and right that they didn't change the baseball this year. They changed it last year. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the big change, and maybe this is the reason, is that every team is now using a humidor. Well, and, I'm glad uh, every team is taking care of their cigars. Yeah, exactly. When I thought that, I was like, well, good. You know, that's a good, you know, <laughs> everybody should be taking care of their Everybody's cigars. Everybody's using a good humidor. Uh, yeah. But I don't, I don't understand why we need to do this. Like, like I just, like, baseball's trying to create more excitement. They're trying to, like, you know, make the game fun. And then they go and they're like, oh, but let's... Let's just make sure that home runs don't get hit anymore. And as a team for the team that hit the most home runs in the National League last year, it kind of sucks. And it, and the Giants are built to hit home runs, and yeah. and and it has definitely affected them. Although they are still tied for third in the majors with runs scored, believe it or not, at 110 going into tonight. So, well, they uh, they've been hitting home runs with lots of runners on base. And and that helps. So when the home runs do come, they're they're driving in multiple people, which is not something they did a lot of last year. Yeah. Um, so so maybe some of those home runs are just turning into base hits, and then and then the home runs that do go are are scoring lots of runners. I mean, maybe that's how it's turning out. But, um, yeah. I, I mean, I I I don't know. Like, I, I think the reason they got they wanted to pull back on the home runs was because. One, the players were saying like that they had juiced the home runs to try and bring fans back, um, or to I don't know, you know, but, but done. But, like why? Why does that? Like yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But then, but then I think people were saying, well, we want to pull back on on home runs because then that'll force play, you know, because baseball's gotten boring, right? Baseball is all about the home run and the strikeout now, right? Like the balls b- batted into play and doubles and triples, they don't happen anymore and nobody ever tries to steal a base and like Okay, but whatever, cuz now you've got like long fly balls to the outfield that are caught <laughs> at the warning track. That's exciting. Like that's like, you know, I retro the home run is the most exciting 
you know thing to see in baseball. No, that's arguably. the triple. Um, it's the triple. But uh, the triple is the most exciting thing to see in baseball. But you can't, you can't, you can't legislate a triple. No, that's you, true. That's true. You 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 can't wind the ball tighter and make more triples. Um, but I, I I mean like I I think this is what they're thinking is is that that will force teams to play different kinds of baseball. Right. Like you, 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 you know, it's, it's basically okay, so we're going to see more bunting and <laughs> which we have. Right. I mean, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the bunting, I think, is against is, the shift, is against yeah. the shift. Right. And that is going to go away next year. Right. Because there is going to be a rule against the shift next year. So I, I think that sort of bunting will go away. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying we're going to go back to 1980s small ball, Matthew. Well, we are. We have. I mean, the mo- the runs that we've scored, we've major league teams have averaged four runs a game in April, which is the lowest average for a month since 1981. Right, right. So, but what we're not seeing yet is that we're not seeing sacrifices. We're not seeing stolen bases, right? And, and I will say, a stolen bases are exciting, right? Yes. Like, like, and, and that is a part of the game that I think we would all like to see come back. Um, and uh, and so maybe stolen bases will be at a higher premium now. But I think they also said that that because of the humidor, that that's why balls now everybody. So like, I guess not all the not all the teams were using the humidors last year. Only a few were. Like it was very few, and now it's almost all of them, right? So 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 everybody's got these soggy baseballs, these soggy, not tightly wound baseballs. And but when the summer months come, it's going to get hotter. So those soggy baseballs are going to dry out. And the home runs will come back. Mm. Um, anyway, I'm, that's that's what Jeff Passan on ESPN says, and you know that the pundits are always right, Matthew. Always until yeah, they're because not. I think also besides being an expert in baseball, I think he's a physicist. Oh, or a an engineer. Oh, well, good for good for Jeff. Or neither of those things. He's just yeah, a baseball. Or writer. just a baseball. He's writer. just a baseball reporter. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. Anyway, that's that's what they say, and I no, I definitely agree. It it hurts the Giants tremendously, right? Like this is how we score. Um, but at the same time, yeah, like at the same time, we are the third, second best team in baseball when it comes to runs. You know, just because you know, like we're doing poorly, but so is everybody else. Yeah. All right. Well, I I still don't think it makes for a fun game, and uh, you know, especially after watching the Giants slug four hundred plus home runs last year on their way to one hundred seven right. wins. Well, nothing. I don't. More I don't fun like than winning. This. Yeah. Nothing's more fun than winning, and when your team had the meta figured out. Yeah. Well, and no one's more pissed than Darren Ruff, right? I mean, he's like, you know, that's, look, it took me all these years to get here to get fair. you know a contract, and now you're taking it away. Like it's yeah. just like I was listening to today's game on the radio and on TV, kind of back and forth, and I can't remember which team it was, but one of the teams mentioned. So it was either Miller and Fleming or, or Kruko and Kite. One of them mentioned that uh, Darren Ruff was talking about maybe we need to change our approach, and I think that's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. Uh, you know, that, that the players are starting to think that. And certainly I think somebody like Darren Ruff would obviously be the first person to think that, right? Because, like, I'm not doing well under these circumstances. And and because you don't want to do a knee-jerk reaction, right? Because if the ball is going to change back to its normal thing, you don't want to have, have you know, zigged when the ball is zagging back to normal. So, uh, Well, yeah, yesterday I think Darren Ruff hit two balls at 105 miles per hour or more and got nothing to show for it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's, 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 I mean, I feel like he's doing everything he needs to do, and yet he's having this awful beginning of the season. Yeah, I think they just got to stick it out. Stick it out. Stick it out. 
we got to just, you know, I mean, we just got to get get the runs back on board and uh, and beat the effing Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's a good way to get healthy is to play the Rockies at home. <laughs> Wait, Matthew, no. The Rockies are good this year. I don't know if you've read that. I, I did read they're... that. I, but if you also look, they've come down to earth a little bit. They're mm-hmm. not playing in Colorado. Yeah, uh, I see that the this... Philadelphia Phillies have a different opinion about yes. the qualities of the Rockies after sweeping them in Philadelphia four games in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Playing the so, Rockies at home. It's always a good thing. It's always yes. good news. It was good last year. It treated us well. I think we, what, we won, I think we lost like two games against I think the two. Last two year. of the games they played in San Francisco. Yes. Um, and it's, it's always, always good to play the Rockies. So, and, and, you know, I mean, uh, Belt and, um, and all the other guys that are on the COVID list, I think, are due to come back on Sunday. So maybe that's maybe hopefully for the last game against the the, the Rockies. Is it Cardinals. the Cardinals? Cardinals first. It's the last game against the Cardinals, and then they'll be there for the series against the Rockies. So so yes. Um, so hopefully we're turning a corner with the injuries. Plus we'll get Wade back. We'll get Longoria back. We'll get maybe Lestella back. Probably not. Maybe not Longoria and Lestella, but Wade should be back. For, for I think for St. Louis and and then hopefully for the last game against St. Louis all of the other COVID guys will come back and uh, and you and I will be talking about all the changes on the roster the 40-man roster again next week um, and 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 we'll, we'll we'll see who you know who's who still makes there, the cut who yeah. makes the cut right and that's right and you may have won your bet by then maybe maybe, maybe. or it could just be Padlo. And Mike Ford, and uh, you know, so I, I think they're. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah. or it's hard to tell. It's hard injury. to tell. Right some now. some pitcher will drop a, uh, a a golf club on their foot and have mm-hmm. to go on the IL or something. It'll. Are you saying the Giants sometimes imagine that in certain injuries are worse than they actually are? Matthew? I I'm saying that that injuries happen at pretty convenient times for the for the Giants. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, COVID was not a convenient hit. No, this year. no, no. And we, we, we managed to avoid that for the most part last year. And so it was a little disappointing this year that, uh, I, that, yeah, know, it, I for all intents and purposes, it looked like bad luck. I mean, most is, of these guys yeah. were, were fully yeah. vaccinated too, and boosted. Yeah. Good, yeah. And boosted. So, you know, all right, well, we got four games, as you said, against the cards, we got three games against the Rockies, um, uh, before, before we, we reconvene, I, I think I'm actually going to go see the Rockies on Tuesday night. So I'll be in the city uh, for work. So I'm going to sneak out and go see the Rockies play. Sweet. So that's, uh, that's next week. Um, I don't know what else, what else we got to talk about? I think that's, uh, I think we're kind of winding it, down man. here, aren't we? I think that's it. I think, um, the only thing that needs to be said is beat the Dodgers. Beat the Dodgers. Beat the Dodgers. Okay? All right. That, that's that's all that needs to be said, really. And, right. uh <sighs> All right. Well, as we contemplate beating the Dodgers uh, the next time we face them, uh, Bob, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We've got uh, – we're at Giant Cocktails where we put our, our – drink recipes and and have a little fun on twitter uh make sure to give us a follow there and uh um you can watch you can check out ben at at watch ben fail on both twitter and instagram and uh 
I think that's it. So uh, don't forget to give us a follow or a like or, you know, give us a review on your podcast uh, listener of choice. That would be greatly appreciated. And uh, with that, Ben, uh, I guess we're going to call tonight. Cheers, my friend. See you next week. Nine to one. (laughs) Nine to one. That was the final, huh? Nine to one. All right. Well, now I'm going to go have another drink. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Bye, everybody. Bye. Join us next time for the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until then, bottoms up. Bottoms up.